Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you add to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, with your psychic connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So tonight's topic is what are your dreams telling you? Um, I love the topic of dreams because every so often on the shows, you know, the other shows, sometimes people will be calling in, they'll ask uh, all sorts of different questions. Many times we'll touch on the uh, topic of dreams. As a matter of fact, when I teach my psychic development class, we do look at the area of dreams. So I want to I want to read a little bit here for you guys. Uh, of course, on the internet, I always love when I'm looking this up, some of what they're saying. So they say about dreams: some dreams will slip away like minnows when you wake up and hazily try to grasp at them. Others remain vivid. In your memory, so clear and unforgettable that as the day passes, you might start to uh, to wonder if you actually dreamed them more than once. So interestingly about that, when I'm telling you about this, you guys, uh, 
when you're on the twilight part of your uh, the dream coming uh, coming up, waking up, that's when even in the middle of the night, if you're looking at starting to do dream analysis or recall your dreams, make sure you've got a pad of paper in bed with you. Um, also, your your pen, your pencil, whatever it is, and even if you don't remember every detail, start marking down every highlight. That's what I was taught a long time ago when I was studying dreams. And you don't want to start moving around because once you start really moving around, your consciousness, you start coming fully conscious, and that's when, like they say, the hazy parts of these dreams will fall away. Now, this is not the same thing as having repetitive dreams. Okay, that's, of course, when your mind is starting to really tell you certain things that you're supposed to be uh, focusing on or remembering. So this says, even if you don't remember many or all of your dreams, you still have them. And they do say that we dream every night, whether you remember them or not. Uh, While experts still have plenty to discover about dreams, they generally do agree that dreaming is a part of the human experience. It says you can cover a lot of ground in your dreams. Common experiences include uh, sexy encounters with a crush, ordinary activities like doing chores or buying groceries, um, I haven't had that one, by the way. I have my spirit guides showing me where to buy things, but <laughs> not in my dreams. <laughs> Terrifying experiences like returning to high school or being chased by monsters. Uh, I've had, I've been chased in the past in my dreams. Gaining superpowers and magical and magical abilities. So interestingly enough, gaining the superpowers again. You guys have heard me plenty on the show when we're talking about your flying dreams. So if you're in your dream and you're starting to fly around, so, I mean, it really depends on what the interpretation of the dream is. But normally, if you're sitting here flying in your in your dream state, you're normally astral projecting, which means your spiritual body is leaving your physical body, and you're just taking off and going places. And then, of course, our spiritual body is connected to our physical body by what's called the silver cord. So don't worry about that. You always will return back to your body. Okay, so whether your dreams are mundane or peculiar, you might want to know if they have any deeper significance. Experts haven't come up with a clear answer, but you'll find some main theories below along with a few tips for decoding your own dreams. Um, So we'll go into that. You've got Freud's theory of unconscious wish fulfillment. Uh, We've got Carl Jung's theory of compensation and self-portrayal. Okay. So one of the things too from the book, from the book of the mystical, magical, magical, marvelous worlds of dreams by Wilda B. Tanner, uh, what they start out with is what dreams can do for you, and part of it is problem solving. And I, I really like the thing that this uh, um, author is writing. The most important single uh, thing that the dreams do for us is that helping us to solve our problems. We are constantly beset with problems of one kind or another and are always looking either for answers or for better ways to perform. Nobel Prize winner Albert Georgi stated it so well when he said, my work is not finished when I leave my workbench in the afternoon. I go on thinking about my problems all the time and my brain must continue to think about them even when I sleep because when I wake up, I wake up with answers to questions that have been puzzling me. So, again, one of the things they say for you, if you've got an issue, 
if you've got a question, before you go to bed, write it down, present it to your mind, and then ask for an answer when you wake up in the morning. I personally have had this. I've actually had my spirit guides and angels talk to me and give me information, so it's not just my unconscious mind, but I will come up with all sorts of information when I wake up as well. Uh, but I'm also being given in information from the angels. Um, so I'm just going to go down a couple other things too. Seeing that we're talking about the dream state. Now, if you guys have some dreams, please present them today. We'll look at them. Of course, you guys always know. Uh, please feel comfortable with asking me a psychic question. That's what my show is about. Uh, ask one question. So when you when I call on you, please say your first name, what state you're calling from and then what your question is. So um, anyway, in your sleep state, we can have what's called precognition. So you're sleeping, and you wake up, and it's like during the day, it's like, well, wait, I just dreamt about that last night, or I dreamt about that last week. I saw the whole thing. You can have spirit visitation, and that's where your relatives who have crossed over are coming to you, mom, grandma, your dad. They're coming to you, and they're giving you information. One woman told me, she goes, hey, Jorianne, what do you think about this? She said, in my dream, my dad kept chasing me. Cancel that. In my dream, my dad was walking quickly in front of me. I was chasing him, is what she said. She said, he turned around and looked at me and said, three, two, one. But he actually gave her like six numbers. And I looked at him and I was like, what? And she said, then I kept pursuing him because he was walking more more quickly. And she said, Dad, Dad. And he turned around and looked at her and said the same thing, three, two, one. And she was like, what the God is he talking about? And then she kept going and he suddenly stopped and he looked back very firmly and said, three, two, one. She goes, what do you think that meant? I said, I pray to God that you played the lottery with those numbers. She goes, I did. I said, and how much did you win? She goes, thousands and thousands of dollars. So now could we look at that as just saying, well, yeah, hey, man, that might have been just her dad was, you know, what did her dad represent and all that other stuff. Now, I believe, me personally, I believe that was her father. He was coming over through her dreams, giving her this information. So you've got the precognition, you've got past life your, your past life regression stuff, you know, past life information will be bleeding through, um, you know, again, astral projection. I've shared a lot of my stories with you guys about my astral projection experiences while I sleep. So all sorts of things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead now and I'm going to take some callers. And if you guys have a dream that you'd like to have some information on, we can look at that tonight or you can ask a psychic question. And I will go ahead and I'll look at that for you. So let me see who we have here. I know we had a special caller who said uh, they were going to call in and their time was limited tonight. And you guys know this, know this person. All right, so, and this is, um, this is one of my personal friends, Kimberly. Kim, are you there? I am. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. So Kim joins us on the show a lot, you guys. So, uh, so Kim, uh, Kim had said she does have uh, a really a kind of an interesting question that she wants to ask that we can look at on the show. So, Kim, so what what is the specific question that you're looking at? 
So I'll just say, I had a friend tell me that they had a dream about my mom. And okay. um, my friend, she's like, so she's, she, and she was kind of going out the door, so it was kind of a quick thing, so I don't know if I remember it all, but she's like, hey, I had a dream about mom, and um, it went like this. She goes, I, I dreamed that, uh, like I saw her, and she was laying down in the bedroom, and that, but she was tied down, and she was saying, why am I tied down? Why, why am I tied down here? And I, that's all she's really kind of said. I don't think she, I can't remember if she said anything else, but that's kind of the focus of it. So my question is, um, I mean, I get maybe that, that would be like? some sign. Yeah, like what, okay. was, what, what, what does that mean? So, so just in that alone with the description of the dream, it does not sound like that was a spirit coming through because uh, I've known your mom. I I had the honor of meeting your mom and befriending her, and she's just really one of the coolest people I know, really one of the coolest people I know. And uh, so that doesn't sound like that's uh, an aspect of your mother's spirit, but it sounds like it's an aspect of this person that said that to you. She would have to look at what does mom mean to her, like, uh, you know, like mom leaves uh, means unconditional love. Mom might have been a good worker, so mom might have been a representation of work. Um, but the fact that she kept saying, why am I so tied down here, that sounds like that's an unconscious thing that uh, she might be dealing with during the, way, during the day, her daily life, and trying to work mm. out why she's feeling tied down in life lately. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, she doesn't like her job, so I can get that about work. It's about work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that would be something that she might want to look at from that aspect. Okay. That was just very interesting. I was like, oh, I wanted to hear more, and then she laughed, and I was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Because really what you're looking at, you're looking at, um, you know, she said, did she say um, it was in the bedroom? I believe so. It's it, yeah. I believe so. And you know, I mean, just looking back, my mom passed in the, in the, in a bedroom, and I don't know if that's any related relation to the dream that she had. But she's like, oh, I got to tell you about this dream I had about mom. Da 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 da. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she left. She had to leave, so <laughs> she didn't say anything else. But I've had dreams of um, like the you said, like the nightmare one. Oh my gosh. Snakes just bother me. Give me the willies, and it's like I'd be like sweating in the middle of the night because, like, I don't know. You know, you see those TV shows, and they show those um, snakes are in caverns and all that, and it's just like um, the whole thing is they're all crawling all over it. You <laughs> nightmares yeah, of that. Yeah, and like I don't know why it's snakes or something. Yeah, and I, just yeah, and snakes. I've had dreams of snakes. It's just terrifying to me when I was little. Let me even see, I what, let me see if the snake symbology is here right now. Let me tell you what the snake symbology would be. The other thing that you also want to look um, for the the lady also with um, your mom in the bedroom, she needs to look at mm-hmm. also what the bedroom means to her. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, very so if the bedroom is supposed to be relaxation and, you know, yeah. and peaceful sleep and stuff, she might not be feeling peaceful but rather in her home she might be feeling where she where she's supposed to be peaceful that she's feeling tied down. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. So that might be another area for her to look. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, so this is uh Okay, so let me take a peek here. So I know that the snake part is also very much uh has to do with fears. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Didn't so snakes supposed to be that. good luck or something too? Uh, let me see. So, um, Lowenberg snakes, a common dream archetype, typically represents a person in the dreamer's life who exhibits low, dirty, toxic, or poisonous behavior. So there could have been somebody around you where you felt like there was somebody around you that had some uh, some in, uh, inappropriate behavior maybe. But also, on the other hand, it also uh, symbolizes intuition. Hmm. So, so that's another thing. There's a lot of good books out there, a lot of good books. And, um, yeah, and also snakes also represent transformation, shedding new skin. Oh, maybe that's me growing up being horrified of snakes and just changing into different skins yeah. as I grow. Changing, changing. <laughs> yeah, because snakes also represent the, I, I forgot the proper pronunciation where the two snakes are twisted around each other, and that's a symbol for uh, medicine. So there's hmm. positive and negative, and you really have to examine all of your belief systems connected to each symbol. Because I could have a different, I used to love garden, garden snakes, and I used to play with them, and I'd hold them, and I used to love snakes when I was a kid. So snakes no, thank to me you. are friendly. Don't want to hold them either. Uh-uh. Yeah. Don't so even want to hold them. I wouldn't uh-uh. have a fearful dream about snakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. But you know what's funny? It's been fascinating as I've grown older in my old age now. Like I have this Facebook page where this guy has these reptiles and stuff, and they're huge. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like I could sit there and appreciate the snakes that way now, but... I have, thank God, I haven't had any nightmare dreams in probably quite a while. We're well, talking like, you well, know. Just remember, those kind of what? dreams are the ones that you're trying to work on an issue that you cannot deal with during the day. That's what people need to remember. All right, Kim? Apparently, I had a lot of issues when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. All right, thanks a lot. That's funny. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, so please, you know, please feel comfortable asking a question about your dreams. Let's see what we have. I'm also using a new a new strange, crazy mouse, uh, which is kind of fun, and uh, so I'm learning how to navigate with this, this little mouse here. Okay, so let's see who we have next online. Hi, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Allison. I'm in Florida. Welcome to the show, Allison. How are you doing? Not so good. I am really sorry. So uh, what one question would you like to ask? Uh, looks like I need to make a, I'm going to be forced to make a move from a place I really, really love. I'm a renter. Yeah. Okay. And what's the, your, so you already know that about it. So what questions do you have about it? Well, uh, I, uh, I'm very concerned about whether or not I'll be able to find anything that's even within my budget at this point anymore. Okay. So it feels like you will be able to find something, and it also feels like you're gonna. Uh, there's a possibility. I don't know if you've thought about rooming with anyone, or going to stay with anyone that you know. But there's a possibility for that around you as well. 
No, I don't know anyone. I'm new to I'm new to the state, and I absolutely will not do roommates. I, I am 65 years old. I have done so many roommates throughout all of my life. One I had to take to court. Another one assaulted me. I had to have a police report. Another one locked me out in the blizzard. I mean, I could go down a long list. The answer to that is a big N-O. I really mean that. I will not right. ever go back to roommates. I wish I had kept stories on what people did and what kind of no, roommates I had. No, you know what? That because... sounds like a great book. And that, if you no, wrote a I'm book like no. that, that might be something no. that will help your no, finances, no. to be quite honest that with you. Never, that, would, that will absolutely never happen. Talk about a nightmare. <laughs> Talking about dreams, that's that's freaking that nightmare stuff. That would be your stuff, nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Totally, we totally. Why would well, I want to do that to myself? But, and that, There's no pleasure in that. There you go. There you go. Well, sometimes our experiences that we have boldly confronted and moved past actually become things that help support other people going through what we've gone through, too. So if you just remember that, you know, that one of the one of the titles I heard a long time ago is called The Wounded Healer. So when you take your really tough experiences and you know that you've gone through them and you've grown from them, that's something that really helps other people. So, you know, just like with what you've gone through, Allison, some people, you know, um I'm starting to write my books and they're talking about the difference between uh fiction and uh, fantasy and fiction, and uh, fiction and nonfiction. And they're saying that the real stories are the ones that are the ones that people really are more interested in reading. So if you really did say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell people what I've been through. This is how I've had, you know, I've had stalkers. I've had this. I've had that. You really might find a listening audience. And if you're having stress around your finances right now, that may be one of the ways that the universe is coming to your aid to help you pull more money together to be able to afford the place you're looking for. But in answer to your question, when you asked me, would you be finding something, I heard yes. Now, it might not be, I mean, it could be a one-room something, I'm not sure. But I did hear yes, that you should be finding something. So I would keep throwing that out to the universe and asking God to put you where you're supposed to be, you know. Uh, and there might some, might be some, um, gosh, I don't know if your town hall would have a place to look at some rooms or something, but uh, you're in Florida. So I would check around. All right, good luck, honey. Let us know what happens. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi there. Hello? Okay, well, I do, yep, oh, there you are. Okay, because I know some people just like to call in and listen in. Hi, who is this? Hey, Torian, how you doing? My name is Tim, calling from New York. How are you doing today? Hey, Tim, I'm really good, I'm really good. Can you speak up a little bit more for me, Tim? Sure, yes, yes, um, I hope you can hear me. Um, yes, I can. I, What's on your mind? Well, you know, uh, you were talking about dreams, and I never remember mine. I've been trying to set intentions before I go to sleep. You know, just asking for my guys to help me along. I'm trying to pivot into abundance to something new. Uh, I just was calling to see if there was any tips or messages from Spirit to help me remember dreams. Okay, so, so far you already said you have been presenting the information 
uh, before you go to sleep? Yes, trying to set the intention, yep. Okay, set the intention. Now, when you set the intention, are you literally, like, writing down a really specific question? Like, you know what, I need to know how this next job is going to turn out for me. Uh, I need more money. What's the way that I can manifest it? I mean, like, um, like, are you being specific? Uh Kind of, but I'm not writing it out. I just kind of say it in my head and just lay down and go to sleep. But I guess I could be more specific. Should I be writing it out? I would. I would write write it out on that tablet that you have next to your bed. And, I mean, literally when I was really really, uh, journaling my dreams as I was in the past, I would have the pad of paper and the pen in my bed, and then I'd have the the question at the top, and then I'd go to sleep, and sometimes I'd be waking up going like, okay, there was a train, there was a sky in the train, uh, there were three horses next to the train, and then they were heading north. And then I'd be able to go like, okay, here was my question. Now, how does that, how is that answering the question? And then you can just keep asking it again to get more clarity. And stuff. Gotcha. Okay. And besides, anyway... Were you? Have you actually been coming up with any kind of symbology in the dream? Because I know I heard you say you're working with your spirit guides. Uh, not yet, or at least maybe I'm just not remembering them. So I'm also trying to get to sleep at a decent time. I'm typically a late person going to sleep, so I'm trying to get to bed at a decent time, so I'm rested, set intentions. Uh we spoke a while ago, and uh, I got to go back to trying to do the, the three upside down, three red candle thing. Yes! Oh my God, that's so great! Yes, yes, yes. Have you done that work or no? I did it twice, and the funny thing is, I remember you saying, "Okay, don't just do it once." But uh, I, I'm going to go back to it, just uh, upside down, the wicks, and uh, like my intentions of what I'd like to have, put it in the middle, say my prayers, if I'm remembering it correctly, the process. All right, so I'm going to refresh your memory, okay? Okay, You're going to take a red tapered candle. This is the dinner Mm -hmm. candle, which we have elegant dinners, right? Red tapered candle, skinny candle. Cut off the bottom by an inch. You're going to pull the wax off, but expose the wick. Don't cut the the wick off from the bottom. You're going to take oil on your fingertips, and from the middle of that candle to both ends, you're going to, to, like, stroke the candle. Um, It's called dressing your candle and you're going to keep rubbing the oil from the middle to the bottom and the middle to the top. And at that time, you're going to be asking God to remove. This is this is changing the direction that the energy is already going in. You want to reverse the negative energy. So you're going to ask God to remove any and all negative energy that's getting, getting in my way of, and then fill in the blank, having an amazing job, having a debt-free life, having the, yeah, please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in my way of having the best relationship of my life, whatever that is. And after you've prayed and meditated on that, meditated on that candle, then you flip it upside down. Now, how is it going to stand up by itself? Because that the tip now is in the bottom of the candle holder. So now you have to melt liquid wax in there first. And then you have to hold that candle upside down until it solidifies and will not tip because you don't want to have any problems with fire. Okay, so in the red-papered candle, the intention is to 
flip the energy from the direction it's going in. So any negative energy, you're trying to get it out of the way, and you're reversing it to positive energy. Okay? Okay. So in those prayers, because I know you can uh, make a podcast of my uh, my show, mm-hmm. so you can actually get the exact wordage, okay? Okay, got it. And um, so, so definitely do that, Tim. That's really good. And... Um, and again, in the dreams, if you're looking for help with a specific situation, you want to look at uh, sometimes they're just going to show you a picture, like your, either your spirit guides, angels, or your unconscious mind will just come up with these symbols, things like this. And then, like, what does a butterfly mean in a dream? Well, of course, that's, that's transformation, okay? You know, what does, what does an elephant with the trunk down Trunk down? That's bad luck. I would never have an elephant in my house with a trunk down. Elephants always have the trunk going up. That's good luck. So, if, And especially, Lord have mercy, if you get Ganesh, the Hindu god Ganesh in your dreams, that's the elephant. That is the, that is the symbol of the doorways opening for you. And, and so if you're already doing uh, the candle magic prayers, Tim, I would request or I, well, let me see i want to say i would love to encourage you to get uh a uh this statue of ganesh and keep asking okay. or even a picture of ganesh and keep asking him to open doorways for you i'm excited so look at the symbology um unfortunately the book that i have right here the mystical magical marvelous world of dreams by wilda tanner it's it's a wonderful book. It's an amazing book, and she's got a lot of sub subtitles here. So you know, different chapters that break everything down rather than adjust the normal uh, the normal okay. definition that some of the books just have just a straight definition. So was that helpful for you, Tim? That's very helpful. Thank you very much, and I will be. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, let me know what happens. I'm telling you, I've seen I've seen magic happen with those candles, boy. Okay? You got it. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Have a great night. Thanks, Tim. All right, you guys. Remember, I am a very big fan of candle magic. I'm telling you, I've seen things happen. Allison, you're still with us. I would would, uh, see if you can find a safe place, Um, but that would be up to you. You know, always find a safe place, you guys. You have to be fire safe. If you're going to light any candles, you don't have to have, you know, these big candles, the seven-day candles. They used to have 14-day candles in the glass jars, uh, pillar candles, figure candles, marriage candles. Oh, my God, I could go on. Um, Anyway, you can literally take our little tea light candles, and two weeks before the full moon, go ahead and do the bring cycle prayers, and two weeks after the full moon, do the release cycle prayers. Uh, uh, Raymond Buckland's Candle Magic uh, Encyclopedia, um, anything with Raymond Buckland with his Candle Magic prayers and books, very good, very good uh, reference book. Okay, let's see what we have next online. Let's see what our, let's see what other dreamers we have. <laughs> Hi, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Bilson. Um and I'm calling from Ohio. And tell me your name again. Silson? Yes. Welcome to the show. And what's on your mind? 
Um, I would love to know what's coming up for me in love. Okay. So I always ask people if I just have your permission to say anything to you at all. Is that okay with you? Yes. Did you have somebody that you just already had a love relationship with, honey, and there was some disappointment there? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Have you guys tried mending this relationship? No. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it kind of looked like you guys had, you know, like turned your backs on each other. And um, and I think the question that I want to ask you about that, because I could see that you, like there was somebody here, and um, and it really did look like a serious relationship, and then things just fell apart. And uh, But to me, it still looks like there's some interest somehow. Now, whether there is for you or not, I can't say. But it feels like there's still interest on the other person's part. And I'm not quite sure that that's where you want to go back to. But I do see another person around you that, that positive, positively does want to be with you. But I don't think they're from your state. And I have to question... Um, so I don't know if they're living in Ohio now, but, boy, I sure do get a strong feeling of Florida around this person. So have you met this person from Florida yet? No, I haven't. And the reason why I ended that last relationship was because it was abusive mentally and emotionally and energetically. Um, good for and you. Almost yeah. yeah, good for you. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you did end it. I mean, there's karma that we're supposed to be learning from each other. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, there are lessons, yeah. and part of that was to uh, for you to want to take care of yourself and love yourself. And um, and if he still has karma to finish with somebody else, he can just find another you actor in his life, and uh, and literally go on to finish working out his issues with somebody else. Okay, you don't have to stay there. So um, there is a man, very handsome, very nice looking, kind of like just gorgeous eyes actually. And But I still feel Florida. But, I mean, my question is when I feel the presence about this, around this worst person, excuse me, around you, I really have to ask how would you guys work this out because there's such a big distance between you guys. And I and I think you might be looking for somebody a little more local uh, that's uh, close, closer. But you'd have to let me know. I, I haven't met anyone from Florida yet. So I don't know. Maybe that's somebody coming up in the future. Right, right, right. Well, these readings are always past, present, and future for me. I mean, okay. I get feedback on my readings anywhere from in the moment up to 30 years in the future now from the things that I see for people. So again, okay. this person, they look like they're from Florida. Now they could be moving to the area, but I, I just I, I have to question when I look at this man looking at you, how available will he be for you? That's my question that comes up in my head. And then there's another guy that's going to come in around you and he's in your area, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure if he's actually up to your speed. So uh, I think that's the stuff you'll be confronted with. 
but you will be you will have some options but I'm not quite sure they're going to be uh exactly um people you'll be completely happy with so I don't see perfect love coming in for a little bit all right all right good luck let me know what happens honey all right let's see what we have next online hello caller or should I say hello dreamer <laughs> no caller <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Um, just wanted yes, to yeah. know what you see coming for me in terms of relationship. Sorry, okay, and then K. tell me your first name and where you're calling from. K, K, I'm calling from Illinois. Hey, K. Welcome to the show again. Nice talking Thank with you. you. Yes, Thank ma'am. You. Okay, so, t- so tell me again, this is Love K or what is it? Yeah, love. Love, love, okay. love. Okay. I know, right? I mean, I think <laughs> love and money are probably the two biggest questions we always have. Um, yes. <laughs> so this is around love, and this is for Kay. So I want to say, did your did your father pass away already, Kay? No. <laughs> okay, there's a dead man that's coming in watching over you in a very big way, so I don't know if this is... Uh, it sounds like a father figure, so this could be a grandfather, could have been an grandfather. uncle. Grand, yep. Yeah. So uh, this person, I just get, it's like, oh, my God, I, I really love how much he loves you and he's watching over you, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so did you have a relationship that you broke up with already? Yeah, it's been a while, yes. Has that person tried coming back, Kay? Uh, I blocked them. <laughs> you did, see? I I saw this person trying to come back. Okay. Um, it could be anyone who knows. <laughs> it depends. Well, I I, don't know. I literally saw. Let me tell you what I saw coming up in front of you. I mm-hmm. saw somebody from the past, mm-hmm. like walking back in your life. I saw you okay. guys discussing things. And looking at, is there a possibility that we could reconnect and create a a happy, satisfying relationship? And I believe Mm -hmm. that's something that you might consider because the one thing I want to remind you of is that, you know, we're all entitled to grow. And uh, many people literally do grow. They grow, they sometimes they come back and go like, you know what? I'm not the same person I was years ago, and you're not either, and you want to give this thing a try again. So I do see somebody coming back around you, and, of course, you guys would have to really assess the situation to see if it's a a good situation. And then there is another person that looks like they might be coming in from more of a, a background of either a work situation or the possibility of uh, it's somebody that you've known from the past but have not dated. Um, so let me know what happens with that. I definitely see somebody coming coming by you. So uh, I think it's remember you're the one in the driver's seat, so you get to choose if you're going to sit here and um, choose to be with this person. Like they'd really have to prove it to you to come back into your life and say, hey, let's do this again. All right, good luck with that. I always tell people it's free will, free choice. I don't care how many psychics that you see. 
If we're all picking up similar, similar information, you can base some of your decisions on that, but you want to listen to your intuition first and foremost. And then also remember, free will, free choice. That's the gift that we got when we're, you know, born on this planet. All right, hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi, who is this? Oh, hello. My name is Patricia. Hey, Patricia, where are you calling from? Welcome to the show. Yes, hi. I'm calling from Cleveland, Ohio. What's on your mind, Patricia? Yes, I have been uh, really struggling with, for years, practically all my life, this being treated like a suspect, uh, whether I'm... Well, that started... Um, being treated like with suspicion and being okay. in a block, let's say for uh, recently in the library and I've had three of the library clerks you know get up from their seating different times and just watching me and I've, I've reported this and but it's different been different situations uh, you know even different cities different states this has been going on for years. Uh, I'm talking about a good 60 some odd years. <clears throat> and this, you know, and when I'm buying products or services and I'm being treated this way, or if I <clears throat> go into some place, you know, um, where um, I just, you know, want to say use the internet, use computer, and I'm showing you my ID, but yet you're saying, I mean, I was, oh, we don't want anyone stealing something here, and I just looked at this person, and it's like I'm on the computer, you know, just that's just that type of uh, situation and wording. But like I said, isn't that strange? <laughs> this is the, what? Isn't that strange? No, it's not strange. I mean, well, no, isn't it? But <clears throat> no, listen. So, isn't that strange that you have a pattern of yes. people suspiciously looking at you, and then you're feeling yes. this discomfort as though it's some accusatory observation around you? That's what I'm hearing you say. Well, yes. I mean, no, I am being treated, and I mean, this has been going on for years, and. It's it's something very deep and probably ancestral. Uh, that's what right, I right, want right. to. Right, right, right. No doubt about it. To, yeah. <clears throat> to stop all this because I'm I've been so angry and just frustrated, and especially yeah. when I'm spending my money, and it contributes to these assholes' <clears throat> salaries. Yeah. Um, yeah. It definitely could be a cultural thing. It could be an ancestral thing. Um, could be a karmic thing. It it kind of reminds me, Patricia, of um, how can I say it? If it's a, if it's a karmic thing, this could have been something from a past life. Quite honestly, it sounds like you're a spiritual person because even with you saying and and you know the uh, ancestral uh, that there's more to life than what meets the eyes so you know that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes and the different astral planes and stuff 
So it could have been something that you came into this lifetime to work out, even for your ancestors. And they also say not only ancestral, but they say we have cellular memory as well. And I don't remember how many generations back, but cellularly we can be carrying memories from our ancestors. So just keep that in mind as well when you're trying to sort this out. So this doesn't have to be your specific, you know, your specific experience. If somebody had been stealing in the store and you didn't know it and it might have been a relative, you could in your cells be having these feelings like it's like, oh, wow, people are watching me. So you're feeling the discomfort, and yet it's something that uh, that may have very well happened in a past life, and then um, and then you're feeling it. And so I think the thing to look at here, though, is how can you clear and clean yourself from this so you're not carrying this? Because like you said, exactly. you're carrying anger with you because you're feeling the experience. You don't even know if it's yours. As a matter of fact, you know it's not yours. Uh, the other thing I want to mention to you is there's a strong likelihood is that you're also an empath, a psychic empath, where you're picking up other people's feelings and energy, which is probably amplifying what you're experiencing. So, uh, so my suggestion would be to sit in some states of meditation and start asking your spirit guides and angels to come in and help you start shifting this energy. I think when I think about what you're going through right now, it almost sounds like uh, I've been studying shamanic journeying techniques and Patricia from Ohio, it sounds like right now would be a good time for soul retrieval and uh this could be stuff where where uh a shaman which you can find somebody, I'm sure, in your neighborhood that does shamanic work, would be doing a soul retrieval, a session with you, pulling back different parts of your soul that may have left during some trauma, and then question mark if this is something that would also uh, work with your uh, ancestors, clearing up some of what you're feeling so you don't have to carry the burden of your ancestors. And the other part, for uh, for sure, I've also done the work called The Emotion Code from Dr. Bradley Nelson. Would you please go on to YouTube and go to The Emotion Code? And he will clearly show how we have, uh, also I'm a Reiki master healer teacher, you guys know that too. We know that when there's trauma, if you do not work out the trauma, the emotions get trapped into the cellular part of your body. So, Patricia, it sounds like you're, you could be uh, carrying generational issues, so you want to get that out of your cellular structure. Uh, the emotion code can also go back and see if this is not this lifetime for you, but your mom, your grandma, stuff like that. So the emotion code would be one thing I'd look at, uh, shamanism for uh, soul retrieval. Okay. Good luck. Please, please look into that stuff. It feels like that will help you shift your energy so you really don't have to carry this burden anymore because it sounds like that is really very annoying to you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Patricia. All right. So let's see who we have next online here. Hi, caller. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Uh, Rosemaria from New Jersey. Hey, Rosemaria. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. Do you have a good uh, dream for me? 
with our listeners? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> what questions do you have, honey? I guess uh, work things had a little drama, but I think I got that straightened out. I think so. But I guess okay. what's coming up, I guess, for a long-term relationship. All right. Hey, i got to tell you, you you are just this little powerhouse. And I shouldn't even say a little powerhouse. You feel like this big powerhouse of a woman. And it feels like you just make things happen. Now, I don't know if that makes sense to you right now, but I, I kind of hope it does. So, and as far as the as far as the relationship goes for you right now, um, it kind of looks like has there been somebody around you? Um, I don't know if there's been a, a Greg Gregory. Um, gee, I don't even know what other G names there are out there, but I'm feeling something about a G name. And um, I don't know. I'm getting around. Uh, to me, I, I love George. Could be George, but I'm seeing uh, Christmas. I'm seeing New Year's. Uh, I'm seeing somebody in that kind of the uh, seasonal, you know, changes and stuff. More like winter, maybe going into spring, where it feels like you're supposed to be meeting somebody. So, are you on the websites right now, or are you having family and friends? You know, introduce uh, you. How are you handling your dating uh, choices? Being um, proactive on this like, whole deal. Uh, pretty much family and friends right now. I'm looking, so I don't do the online thing anymore. Too many uh, red flags and too many uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, oh shoot, what's that word? Uh, that's uh, word oh, now. oh, oh, I know, not scammers, but um. Uh, a fish tail, or what do they call that? Yes, fish tail, or something like that. Something like that. Some weird, yeah, some weird term. I can't remember it myself now. So, um, so has have you dated a Hispanic gentleman? No. He looks Spanish, and he looks dark, but he's okay. Good, good, good. Well, that's that's the man that I'm seeing in front of you. And, um, oh, that's funny. If any of you other callers know that term, fishtailing or whatever it is when these little uh, these little scammers are doing the dating sites, uh, please tell us because I, for the life of me, I can't remember the, the proper term either. And, yeah, I can't uh, remember. You can't tell. <laughs> well, you can't tell if it's a guy or a girl that you're really talking to on the Internet anyway, unless you really are. You, if you guys are FaceTiming, then you know it's a... It's a real human being. <laughs> but when they're doing all that scamming business online, you know, trying to scam people, you really don't know who the heck you're talking to. Um, yeah, so still dating that person, though? Uh, he's not communicating right now. I haven't okay. seen him over, a little bit over a year now. Okay, well, I I think that uh, I think there's going to be um, a really nice guy that's going to be coming in around you, and I I mean personally, I think there are going to be two guys you're going to have to deal with. I think the Hispanic gentleman's coming back, and then I think there's going to be a Caucasian man that's got lighter hair. I don't know if he's a blonde or if he, if it's just going to be gray hair. I'm really not sure. 
but he feels he feels pretty sweet and he's looking for some companionship. So I think that's one of the people um, that you'll be meeting. And the thing that I like about this guy is that he kind of wants to kick back and, and, and chill out a little bit and not have as busy of a life as he used to. Okay? But I think okay. you're going to end up still having to deal with the other uh, Hispanic man that I was that I was actually seeing in front of you. So because I don't, I think he's still going to come back. But if you're if you're pretty clear that that relationship is complete, then that part's good too. You can just say no, we're good. And but and if you're not complete, that you wanna you wanna just make a decision. Where are you at, and do you still need to learn anything else from having a a relationship with him, or are you complete? All right. All right, thanks, Rosemary. Let's, uh, or Rosemary, uh, please feel free to give me a call. Now, remember, you guys, if you want a more in-depth psychic reading where I can really look more deeply into these specific questions, when I do your readings, I first do a general reading. I'm going to read your coffee. I tap into your energy field, which is the aura around your body. I do a little with the tarot cards. I'm also transmedium. Sometimes the dead will come through while I'm reading you, and I'm also medical intuitive. So during my readings, uh, when I look in the coffee, I get these images, you know, letters, numbers, body parts, faces, all these pictures come up. Um, Sometimes past lives will come up. And again, this information is either very literal or it's very symbolic. It's normally on you and sometimes on other people directly right around you. Like one woman, I was looking at her energy field, and you guys have no idea what I get to see when I'm seeing you guys doing your readings but this one woman her her aura her energy field was glowing green and gold and i was so astounded i was going like oh my god i said you are never going to want a day again for a dollar in your life and it wasn't her that told me but her friend called and told me that four months later she had gone to las vegas like i told her and she won 12 and a half million dollars and then another woman she had come to one of the psychic house parties that i do all the time and she had just given birth to her fifth child just four days before this party. And she said, she goes, hey, Jorianne, I want to know, am I going to have one more child? And I said, well, I said, let me look in the coffee. And I saw a perfect number eight. And I said, I personally think you're going to have eight kids. So she started laughing. She goes, no, no, no. I just wanted to know, am I going to have one more child? And I said, well, as much as I'd like to change this for you, I can't. I've just got to tell you what I'm seeing. I said, I think you're going to have eight kids. And Lo and behold, her next pregnancy was natural triplet boys. And even funnier, my granddaughter went to high school with these boys. So that was kind of a fun little extra side note. All right. So anyway, if you want a more in-depth reading, you never know what I'm going to see. And um, the number is 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. And you can also check me out on coffeepsychic.com. And, hey, you guys, I'm going to tell you one more thing, too. If you want, I am going to be this Saturday, October 15th, at 4.30 in the afternoon with Richie Z at WCPT, 8.20 a.m. So, again, if you guys want to call in for another free psychic question, this is going to be Saturday, October 15th with Richie Z. He's got his radio show, Chicago History and Automotive Heaven, with Richie Z. And that's going to be WCPT, 820 AM, 
The call-in, live call-in show number is 773-763-9278. So if you want to call in again, give me a call there. All right. So let's see. Caller, who is this? And where are you calling from? Hi, I'm calling from Chicago. Hey, who is this? Hi, welcome. Hi, this is Elizabeth. All right, Elizabeth, what's on your mind? Um, first I wanted to tell you that theme for the scam, the name is catfishing. That's it. Thank you. Yes, yes. And um, it's kind of funny because my, my personal question is someone took my cat and I have a contract, an adoption contract, and they're all saying, well, you have no right to him and all this nonsense. Well, I get him back. Well, now, some of what you just said sounded very, very weird, so you got to hang on a second for me because I, I really got to be able to get what you just said. Did you okay. say somebody took your cat? Took your cat? Yes. Meow, meow, right? Uh, yes, a cat. Mm-hmm. So who t- who took your cat? I paid a rescue in California to get a cat for me. She took my money. She took online donations. She never picked up the cat. The shelter gave oh the cat God. to someone else, not knowing that there was an adoption contract. And everybody's oh saying, too bad somebody else already picked him up and adopted him out. And I've, had, I've talked to three lawyers. And all three lawyers say, you have a contract. It's legally binding. You know, we will fight this. And they have won cases where this sort of thing has happened. Is this is this a Maine Coon, or what kind of cat is this, Elizabeth? Oh, yeah. It's it's a flame point. Um, they're, they're, they're kind of rare. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Well, here, mm-hmm. I mean, here's solid. the deal. Does it feel like you can't fight this and get the cat back? Yeah, it does. So yes. again, how long? How long is it going to take you? That's the real question to look at. So, does it look like you can get your cat back? Yes. Uh, how mm-hmm. long is it going to take? I don't know. And the other people really should. The other people are just going to have to deal with the fact that 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 really is your cat. And it does feel yes. like there's a paper trail there, and it does yes. feel like you might. It's just like the adoption of a child. Um, yes. It's like it's like no, we know who has the cat. We know who has this. It is the contract, mm-hmm. and plus that woman is going to get in a lot of trouble because it feels like yes. she knows what she was doing. So that's where um, uh, again, uh, karmically, it just feels like the appropriate thing is to press charges. I'm just, that's yes. psychically what I'm hearing, okay? Yes, in the process right. of it, yes. Yes, ma'am, good luck. Don't feel guilty about that. That's, there is there is a connection. This, that cat is supposed to be yours, and you're just going to have to keep oh. going forward. If it goes to court, it goes to court, okay? Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck, honey. Thanks. Hang Bye-bye. in there. All right, you're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, all right, everybody. Um, I can hardly believe it, but again, a whole hour has flown by. I want to thank everybody for the, who has called in, and for those of you that did call in and I couldn't get to you, uh, thank you for calling in and being patient. I want to also invite you again, please give us a call next week right here at, uh, at your Psychic Connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. 
Um, again, if you want a more in-depth reading, please call me at 219-940-9292, 219-940-9292, and check me out on coffeepsychic.com. Good night, everybody. Big hugs and kisses. Love you all. All right, bye now.